the B2B Messaging Podcast by Winter. Wilfred, welcome to the B2B Messaging Podcast. We're very glad to have you on today. Pleasure, Danny. How did you end up in product marketing and why did you choose this path? I started, I started as a product manager, actually. Well, right out of MBA, I was given the task to build a marketplace solution to connect employees and employers, helping entrepreneurs build another Upwork or Fiverr for that matter. So into product management for about four months, then the chief product officer, who was then my reporting manager, challenged us with the task to acquire customers. This is when I started collaborating with the marketing team. Then 90 days into collaboration, working on keyword research, drafting content pieces, looking at landing pages and etc. We were able to onboard 25 plus customers onto the platform, which was way above the target and goal given. This success drove my interest towards marketing and that's when I moved into marketing. But product marketing, on the other hand, was actually a necessity, I would say. After the COVID wave, we, start, we saw that the demand started reducing, the sales cycles were longer and we were suffering with lower conversion rates. So we started focusing on sales enablement, which then shaped the role into product marketing. And we achieved exceptional success during that time, moving into moving and focusing on sales enablement. And that's when we started building an entire team for product marketing. And it's been, a, it's been an incredible journey. Well, very interesting being the bridge between sales, customer success, the product team, as well as the marketing team and so on. So that's, my journey into product marketing then. I like that. Thank you. So who, how is messaging currently being done at your company? So messaging is actually an iterative and data-driven process here. We try to marry customer feedback with market trends. It's actually a collaborative effort where PMM comes up with a value proposition, the positioning and the messaging, and then we collaboratively work together, the sales, the product, as well as the marketing communications team work together to understand the value, validate the value proposition for the product offering. So it's a collaborative effort. It's a data-driven and an iterative process here. So there's not, I mean, is there one person who comes up with the key messages that you want to send out to the market? Yes. So the product marketing person is the one who is responsible to craft the value proposition and the positioning statement. So he does that. I mean, so basically, typically I do that by looking at the industry pain points, understanding product features, how does it provide solutions to these particular pain points, as well as a competitive research, and then come up with the USP, the value metrics, and et cetera, which is then handed over to the marketing communications team who then translate that those things into website copy or landing page copies and so on. Well, that's going to be was my next question. That person then is the person that creates the messaging and turns it into website copy? Yeah, we, I mean, so the current structure in our team is just that the product marketing leads the other teams, be it even demand generation as well as marketing communication and content. Well, the, I mean, looking at customer pain points, listening to sales calls and et cetera, we drive insights and we drive topics for content marketing to execute as well as, you know, help the demand generation team target better with ad copy messaging and value proposition as well. And then the marketing communication team basically helps us execute or turn these into website copy or ad copies for that matter. How do you know when your messaging is working? Okay, so we, again, we verify it with data. We take a very data-driven approach here. So if I were to look at it, three important metrics, conversion rates, CTR, and average session duration is what we look at. Apart from this, we also do take qualitative feedback 
both from the customer success the sales and the product team as well but in terms of i mean but, but we always take a data driven approach and then look at the three important metrics to see if our messaging is working and the positioning as well is that how you validate your messaging yeah and an interesting thing is that we capture i mean prospect requirements as our product i mean our product delivers an end to end solution so requirements were vary depending on the verticals the use cases and so on so we have we capture the requirements from the prospects either through a sign up form or during the onboarding process and constantly validate this requirements if it resonates with the messaging and the value proposition that we have crafted so this is one thing that we do on a regular basis to keep optimizing the messages and keep validate validating the positioning statement for a particular product yeah and that's actually part of my next question what ongoing activities do you use to improve and optimize your messaging i think i've already answered that but i think to give a little more detail on that so our product marketing as we have always called it customer obsessed marketing so we put our customers at the forefront of our messaging and so on. so we look at i mean market trends and customer pain points and try to draft the message name messaging and the positioning statement based on that how often then do you make updates or changes to the messaging and positioning okay so as I, as i already told you it depends on certain factors like one is there dynamic change in customer preferences or market trends for that matter then depending on the product life cycle or any new updates or product releases that we have and also an important factor is the competitive landscape so if if we see a particular competitor releasing a new product offering and changing their positioning statement and so on we verify to stay updated and refine our messaging to stay competitive danny good i i appreciate you clarifying on that So this is more of a personal one throughout your career is there a product or a particular launch or company that you had the most fun working on the messaging Yes there was one one particular activity one repositioning activity for our flagship product I would say which drove success as well and which was very very interesting so as I already mentioned covid boosted our business everyone wanted to move digital I mean there was urgency in the market there was quite a demand for moving into a delivery model so our, our product benefited quite a bit from that and then we grew to x that but then when covid came to a halt and market started opening up there was there, there, there was a sudden drop in demand and the sales cycles increased and there was no urgency in the market and etc so here we knew that there was there was a, there was a there was change in customer preferences going on and then there was a complete shift in the market dynamics so here being a pmm my most important kpi is looking at win rates and when that suffered quite a bit started getting into sales calls understanding what are the customers needs now is there a change in the pain points or or there are different needs in the, out in the market and we saw one for we observed one particular thing that the customer preferences changed from growing or expanding their particular business to focusing more on optimizations or delivering efficiency so people wanted a tool to reduce their costs and improve their operational efficiency rather than a tool to expand markets or grow their particular business so we were able to validate this statement by also taking customer feedback talking to sales heads and the customer success team and so on and quickly repositioned our product to a tool that helps people op- i mean achieve operational efficiency and reduce their last mile cost so this was one particular repositioning that we did after covid that helped us you know get the demand back on track or the conversion rates back on track and so on so 
this was one exciting bit i think this was also followed by other approaches where we made changes to every collateral that was given to sales handed over to sales and we also looked at the onboarding process within the product as well showcasing features that helps people optimize their costs or optimize their processes and etc and give them that perception that token or the jungle suit helps them optimize i mean achieve operational excellence and helps them turn deliveries into a profit center than 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 an overhead costing unit and etc so this was one particular experience in the current organization that was very exciting and also proved very successful in your opinion to become great at crafting messaging what do you think is needed so there are three points i would say i think one is a no brainer excellent story storytelling second one is customer centricity and the third one is the day, taking a data driven approach to messaging as well so i think in terms of storytelling develop skills to prepare engaging and persuasive content that helps you connect with the customer at an emotional level so lately personally i have been i have been i've been reading books like well, one such book that has really helped me out is the psychology of persuasion which was written by robert chaldini which talks about you know weapons of influence how do you psychologically use techniques to persuade the customer into taking a decision and etc so i think storytelling is one main important element the second one is on the customer centricity again i think even in our product marketing function we have inverted the funnel any insight from the customer turns into content marketing or content actionables even in terms of demand generation or positioning and value proposition or website content for that matter is all driven by customer insights that come in either through the customer support team or the research secondary research or the analysis through the sales calls and requirements that come in and then the last thing is that the data driven approach we extensively do ab testing on every pain point and value proposition our product has to offer and then take a data driven approach as to what works and then go ahead and optimize and refine our positioning and value proposition statement so these are the three things that i are most important storytelling customer centricity and taking a data driven approach to messaging would definitely definitely improve the messaging quality as well as as well as resonate with your target audience better those those are very succinct three points i like that a lot in in becoming great at messaging what in your opinion is best to learn and where do you go learn it you mentioned that book by robert caldini is there anything else like what what should someone learn and where do they go find that i think again the uh, i think the prerequisites to craft a good positioning and value proposition statement is understanding the pain points of the industry as well as i mean looking at how your product solves those particular pain points so i mean understanding the industry is very important like we i mean i attend a lot of webinars on the uh, on the delivery aspects for company especially on the last mile delivery problems that are happening and look at other partners involved in this beat fedex or or delivery for that matter lala move and so on and understand how they are pitching things and what are the what are the problem statements that are what are the problem statements of customer insights are they getting in related to this last mile delivery segment and so on so i think understanding the market understanding the industry is very important um, attending webinars on your particular industry segment and then the last thing i would say is closely work with a product team i think that is very important be part of demos be part of the roadmap from scratch i would say i think an important element an important role of a product marketer here at our company has always been to influence the roadmap as well 
to look at the competitive landscape and to get customer feedback from the customer success and then influence the product's roadmap in terms of recommending new features or looking at how features are being developed and so on. So I think uh, getting more involved with the product team, especially with the product manager, to understand new features coming in and looking at, I mean, t- translating every feature into value proposition and so on would be key elements for this. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, Wilfred, I, I very much appreciate your time. I just have one last question. Do you have any parting words of, of wisdom or advice that you want to share? Any tips that helped you? I would say one, uh, I think yeah, the, probably the, the, this this is applicable for every function in marketing as well. Being being hands-on is one important part for a product marketer. I think even if you're a product marketing manager and then have a team of folks doing other tasks for you, I think being hands-on in terms of listening to customer calls, interacting with the customers, as well as trying to play around with the product by yourself, creating demos for salespeople, creating demos for different use cases and verticals and so on has really helped me craft my value proposition better or help me do the messaging or communicate benefits and values for the, for the particular product offering in a very better way. That's great. Well, again, Wilfred, thank you so much for taking time to, to be on today. We very much appreciate it. We hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot, Danny. Happy, happy, happy to be here. It was a pleasure talking to you. Have a good day. You too.